2022 Masters Betting Picks Show with the Tour Junkies. We're live. We're in person. We're on a couch. We're probably going to have some technical difficulties before it's all over, but we're pumped for sure that you're here. Pat's getting ready to call in an airstrike somewhere. Yeah, I just over. like, oh, it's on this side. It's Hang on the on. other side. <laughs> uh, we're pumped. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry. We're at the house. We're in Augusta. We're ready for talk for talking Masters. It's going to be a great show tonight. Thanks, you. Thanks you. Thanks for you. all who are watching. <laughs> We're ready to get going. And I think a great way to start this off, honestly, is to show Pat dancing because Pat has lost another bet. Uh, this is actually still, this isn't even the most recent I'm punishment. continuing to lose bets. This is not going well for me yes. this year. This is, uh, th this is continuing the, the pun. You know, we, we have more to, 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 for him to do, but we couldn't get to it tonight. He's going to have to eat a plate of Denny shrimp here before it's all over. But tonight, we want to show you the the penalty that Pat had to pay for losing one of our more recent bets where he had to do the TikTok Applebee's dance song. And I have to say, you did it quite well. Thank let's, you. Let's see I if this works. That. Look at that. Oh, oh, you are action. You are hitting that right now. There is one part here where I got kind of impressed. That's how we do, how we do. It's right. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I missed it. No, it wasn't there. Pat has paid off his debt. We will put that on Instagram, probably on TikTok as well. We'll share that with the with the folks. Okay. We'll share that with the folks. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a great it's it sounds great, I promise. It looks great. It sounds great. Um, we're ready to get into the masters and get going talking about betting the masters. It's been a crazy week for me. It's going to be a crazy week for us. Uh, go ahead and hit the like button, subscribe as well if you've not already. If you're watching live, there better be as many likes as there are live people watching. All right. That 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 has to happen. If you're if you're gonna, if you're not watching live, here's what I want to know. I asked this question on an earlier video I did, and I want more answers because it was I thought it was a very interesting question, Pat. Okay. How much would you truly pay to play Augusta National? Like, and I'm talking like you you submit, yeah. You 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 have you go. Let's say they open up a website and they say you can play Augusta National. You're gonna bid, and we're gonna select people at random to play Augusta. And if they select you for whatever dollar amount you put in, you have to pay it. If you, if you don't, if you don't, then they like chop off a leg or something. So like you have to put in an amount you are very willing to pay. What would that be? I would say put that in the YouTube comments. I'd love to. I'd love to know that. I like that. That's a great question because you know nobody ever gets to play there. You can't. You cannot pay. Yeah. To play that course. Yeah. So I, I'll be interested to read some of those comments. Yeah. So put that there, and in fact, we're gonna pick somebody in the comments, and we're gonna send you some master swag. Because we're going on Tuesday. We'll be hosting the Road to Augusta winners from Prize Picks. We're going to be going on Tuesday, walking the grounds with them. We're probably going to get wet. Looks like it'll be a little rainy there on Tuesday. But uh, if you comment, we will randomly pick somebody and we will give you uh, some, we'll send you some master swags, ship you some master stuff. You people that don't comment, you miss out because even when I say I'm not going to give away stuff, I will randomly pick somebody and give away something. Oh, that's my phone. Thank you. Um, <laughs> by the way, speaking of giveaway, I'm wearing this new shirt, Pat. This is the new TJ yeah, shirt. It's Let me see if I can turn around with not, without like 
shutting down the whole thing. Yeah. We got a lot of cords. You, you, oh, you already did something. You already, okay. Oh. Well, maybe we won't do that. What just happened? Yeah. Shit. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, maybe I won't do that. It's cool, though. It says uh, a podcast unlike any other. It's got TJ in the state of Georgia. Yeah, it's a fantastic Maybe t-shirt. I'll just take the shirt off by the end of the night and yeah, hold yeah, it we, up. Probably by the end of the, actually by DraftKings after dark. I'm sure that's probably going to happen. Yes. Uh, everything's presented to you by our friends at CoversCovers.com is where winning starts, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Okay, people, that's that's two decades. That's a long time, all right? They serve over 25 million sports bettors annually. They have expert opinions, expert write-ups, analysis, tools, optimizers. They help you find all the best odds if you're looking to gamble on almost any sport Covers has you covered, okay? It's where winning starts. It's where the process should start, and it's where our exclusive head-to-head matchup, top 20 bets, all that kind of stuff, that's where our exclusive article comes out only on Covers.com, and it's free. It's usually like a five-minute read. It drops on Tuesday afternoon. We might have it out a little early this week for the Masters. You don't want to miss that. Check that out over on Covers.com, and they are uh, – we're very appreciative of Covers.com for sponsoring the show. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Pat. Are we ready to get? By the way, this? I can hear myself more in my headset, so I don't know if you messed up something down there. And something. I probably did. Yeah, I probably did when I tried to show the people my shirt. I knew this would happen. We knew it would happen. Yeah. As long as it sounds coming out good for the folks out there. Uh, if it's yeah. not, you know, put it in the. Uh, oh, Pat, I got you a present. Oh, this is you special. Did? Here, hold this. Hold this to my mouth so I can do this with both hands. I made Pat something very special. It's a uh, one of a kind, Pat. Mm-hmm. One of a kind. I made it just for you. And uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. You know, you are the fantasy golf sommelier, and you're the man. You really are. And you love your wine. I do. And sometimes, you know, it's just it's just wine thirty. You know what I mean? Oh, sexy time. God. I like to call sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes it's just wine thirty. Yes. That's you. That's for you. That is incredible. You can have that. That's that's you. It's your size. I made that for you. Oh my! Don't God. say I never did anything for you. The fantasy golf sommelier. One of the hottest videos we do on YouTube every week, checking out uh, all the pri- Pat's favorite round one prize picks plays. Very special edition of the Fantasy Golf Sommelier will be dropping very soon for yeah. the Masters. I'm actually pretty excited about it because I get to drink in the morning. <laughs> I get to drink in the morning to record it because oh, uh, we're going to try to get we're going to try to get it out early for you folks this week. So uh, tomorrow morning, I'm going to be recording this video. Love it, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm going to I'm going to introduce you to a new drink. Uh, Ooh. tomorrow oh i'm excited about it may that. actually not be about wine okay hey alcohol in general we're yeah. all good with yeah all right let's get to the top of the betting board pat let's take a look at it it's the masters it's augusta national we've put out a lot of content already for this week there's a course breakdown you can listen to on audio podcast i had a effed up video feed so it's not on the youtube channel anymore but you can go to wherever you're listening wherever you listen to podcasts and check out the full 25 minute course breakdown with trends key stats features player quotes my thoughts on playing Augusta National. We've got uh, I've got a sleepers video out, five sleepers. I'm going to touch on a couple of those today. Pretty cool. Um, Pretty cool I've got an there. injury video because we've got some guys coming into this thing a little banged up, if you will. About and unbelievably, Tiger of all the players, yeah, Tiger is potentially playing. We we're going to get into it's Tiger, crazy. I'm sure. we, yeah, as of recording this now, we don't know about Tiger. But anyway, I got that out there. Me and our DP World Tour host Mark Hill broke down the the uh, kind of the. The approach from a global side. We talked about a lot of global players, uh, not none of the Americans. We left yeah. all them out of there, and we just talked about those guys. That's on the YouTube channel as well. There's a ton more content coming out this week. I'm pumped about 
But let's get into the top of the betting board, Pat, up to kind of 25 to 1, looking at some of these favorites on DraftKings, on FanDuel. There's probably other books that you could check out. You definitely want to do some shopping. Make sure you do that. And it's interesting to see uh, earlier in the in the week, I saw Scotty Scheffler kind of hovering around a similar number to John Rahm. Right now, John Rahm is your betting favorite at 8.5 to 1. Scheffler, 12 to 1. JT, Cameron Smith, 14 to 1. DJ, Rory, 16 to 1. Jordan and Kepka and Hovland at 18 to 1. Colin Morikawa, Xander Schauffele at 20 to 1. Hideki, one of those injured players we were talking about. Yeah. And Patrick Cantley at 25 to 1. You know, uh, in recent history, we've definitely seen the Masters produce big time winners, big time players, cream rising to the top situations. I mean, I think you hit Hideki last year at around maybe 35 or 40 he to 1. He was about 40 to 1 last year, which is probably about as long as you're typically going to see a Masters winner. Um, but we're going to give yeah. you plays across the board here, but I mean, look, this is there it's a shorter field obviously. There there's what, depending on whether or not Tiger 91 players 91 JJ depending Spawn. on whether or not Tiger plays, so you know, hopefully it's a 91. And we just see see the guys that uh, you know the best players in the world win this golf tournament. It's just that's the way it is. We'll give some long shot plays. I think maybe with some of these long shot plays, if it's not an outright top tens, uh, there's some good numbers that I've seen there with some top tens. Um, but for the most part, the winner's probably going to come between any anywhere between you know under fifty to one. Yeah, I love the seventy to one range on Fanduel. Yeah, Fanduel's got some good numbers, numbers right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not a lot of long shots here. You're not going to be getting a lot of those from us for sure. And, you know, obviously if you want a full course breakdown, all that stuff, I talked about the course breakdown that you can listen to on the podcast. We obviously know that course history is a big deal here at Augusta national. It is the poster child of course history. It, um, another reason it's my favorite week. There you go. I get to use course history for it, everybody. Yeah. But, you just get to ram course history down. Everyone's well, again, too, the thing is the stats and everything we have this week are so much better than any other major because they f they change courses for the majors, but for yeah. this one they don't. So yeah. we have as, as as many predictive stats as you could possibly get, and they are the best this week. So although we don't have strokes gained, yeah, at the Masters they keep it to themselves. But still, what are you drinking tonight, Pat? I've got a little Tito's. Oh, and Planet Tito's tonight. Basically, it's a transfusion. Oh, also, me and Pat have not had dinner because we've been rushed to get this set so, up. Yeah, this is so we might get hammered real quickly. I'm drinking an Anejo tequila with a little bit of soda and some lime. I mean, it looks delicious. It is delicious. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to have a lot of transfusions this week. Uh, we got a lot of, we got a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. And so I'm just going to get started with those tonight. So I, we're not going to get into it in detail. I did caddy in the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a great time. Uh, caddy for Angelina. Uh, Angelina Lee, she was fantastic, uh, big fan of hers, and um, we got to walk, I got to walk the grounds of Augusta National inside the ropes on Friday, I think that's what day it was, I'm, I've lost track of my days, yes, Friday, yeah. so I did get to see some of the changes on the course, I saw 11, very interesting changes yeah. to 11, um, I saw the changes on, I saw T-Box pushback on 15, and I saw some other things in terms of rough, all that kind of stuff, but we'll be getting a lot of insight from players, caddies we know on the grounds at Augusta. We will obviously be there Tuesday. Um, we'll, we'll get a lot of intel by Wednesday night, and we'll share it in the Nut Hut for sure. But it was a I great time. I have some intel to share tonight. Yeah. Okay. It's not really intel. I just want to know your thoughts. Oh, okay. I was talking to my dad on the way down here. Wow. P. Perry Sr. P. Perry Sr. was 
at the Augusta National yesterday. He loves to go watch the final round of the ANWA, the, the women's amateur. And he went down to 11. He actually thinks it's going to play easier. Does he? Why does P. Perry Sr. believe that? He... I, I don't think dad, you know, dad is interesting. I don't, I don't know if, I think he feels like galleries get in the way. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how they have the ropes so far off on 11. It used to be you could get really close to the rough in the fairway. Now they have you backed off a good ways and they've taken out a lot of trees there. So there's almost more of a bailout area. And he just thought that it was going to be a little bit easier. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's P. Perry. I haven't seen it yet. That's P. Perry's thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously going to be tempting for the guys to go right off the tee on 11 um, with all that space, short grass, less tree trouble, uh, whereas if you go too far left, you can find yourself OB or having to punch out, whatever. Uh, but I think if you do bail out right, from what I saw, it definitely brings water into play on the left-hand side. You could still bail out right um, if you want, which a yeah. lot of guys I'm sure will do. Whereas if you're coming from the left side, you're really not as worried about the water. You're just worried about carrying the water. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm not a big course architect guy. I don't know. But it okay. definitely looks a lot different. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Top of the board, Pat. We talked about some of the favorites. Uh, first of all, Bryson DeChambeau. I want to talk about him. I just want to get right. I just want to get right at Bryson. The wrist injury, hand injury, the hip injury, torn labrum situation goes out and plays uh, this week at the Valero. I think he finished five over, missed the cut. Yeah, uh, it was either five over or one over. It's hard to read too much into what pe people do this week. But. Yeah, uh, but I'm, you know, we also haven't seen a lot of him. So, yeah. do I, I think he's completely? He's one of the first guys for me that's a complete. I'm looking him up. That's a complete scratch off in this category like I'm, I'm staying away from bryson we try to give some names yeah five over we try to give some names we want to stay away from if we're talking outright winners i'm out i'm totally out on him i'm also totally out on hideki we talked about injuries hideki gave it a go uh he gave it a go after the after he withdrew from the players gave it a go this week and uh didn't couldn't hang you know turn turns out he's out again with a neck back injury um Obviously, he'll be on the grounds at Augusta as the defending champ. He'll do the champion's dinner, all that I stuff. I think he'll play. Do you think that he just kind of said, you know what? We got the Masters next week. I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and withdraw and and get get healthy for, for the Masters. I'm the defending champion. I'm out on betting him for sure outright. I mean, if you're not Tiger Woods or Jack Nicholas. Or somebody like that, a generational type player. You're you're just not winning the Masters back to back. I mean, there's other tournaments out there where I think you can go. Like for instance, Sam Burns just mm -hmm. a few weeks ago, where you can say, okay, uh, this guy maybe can win back to back. I don't think Hideki Matsuyama is going to win back to back, and well, he's definitely not. I don't think now with and a now looming with potential injury. injury. Yeah. But I do wonder about the injury. Like I feel like he's going to play. The okay, those are a couple guys we're staying away from. That may be obvious. Yeah. I think. The biggest value that I found in this range is Patrick Cantlay at 25 to 1. And people like to crap on Patrick Cantlay because, you know, maybe he he's kind of got an up and down record here, Augusta. Um, maybe he, you know, yeah, he missed the cut at the players' championship, although I would tell you he was on the wrong side of the uh he was on the wrong side of the draw at TPC. Very wrong side. Uh, and it was really one bad swing. It's on 17, two holes to play to make the cut. When Tiger won in 2019, he finished T9. But the T9 was really – he was winning after yeah. he walked off a of 16, I think. I yeah. think it was – I think he was winning after 16 or before – right as he was walking up to 16. He was winning the golf tournament. 
it's not like Patrick Cantley can't win the Masters. Okay, he's really stinking good, and he can. And at twenty-five to one on DraftKings right now is his best number. I mean, I would take Patrick Cantlay. Here, here's some some name. Uh, here's some names for you. Like, do you think Patrick Cantlay has a equal to better or worse chance to win this golf tournament than Scotty Scheffler, who I understand is the hottest player in the world yeah. right now? Three wins in 45, 45 days or whatever it is. Number one ranked golfer in the world. He's only played Augusta National twice. And one time was in 2020, which I would say is basically almost like not playing it because it did not play anywhere near like it plays now. So less attempts around Augusta. Would you think, do you think Patrick Cantlay has a genuinely worse chance of winning this golf tournament than Scotty Scheffler? Uh, I do. How, by how much? But but just by a little bit. Marginal. Just marginal difference between those two. And obviously, Scheffler is, is playing incredibly well right now. I'll say this. I think when you're looking at the top of this board, um, the tendency is going to be, for you especially, to not – you don't want to – you don't like to take short odds, guys. No. But I think you're going to have to, like, change your mentality this week for the Masters. I've got a couple. Like, I feel like you've got to – you've got to be looking at some of these guys and just – you know, maybe raise your unit a little bit. Oh, some yeah. of these guys do raise my unit. <laughs> raise your unit. Raise that unit up. We're not going to talk about raising units. Raise that on the unit couch. up. And I, I, because I think you like in like some of these guys in in this, you know, fifteen to twenty to one range are are going to be the ones that are going to end up winning. And that's why I've got several in here. Okay, who you got? All right. Who else so you got? I'll, I'll start with. If, I'll start right. At, so JT Justin Thomas is at fourteen to one. That doesn't excite a whole lot of people. Like you're getting fourteen to one, but I think he has a fantastic chance to win this tournament. He's been playing well this year. I think it's, it, it could be JT's time. So I like Justin Thomas at 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 that fourteen to one number. Here's another guy that has moved down the board a little bit. He was, I think, he was the second favorite before what Scheffler did, and that's just that is Jordan Spieth, eighteen to one. I, I I've, have seen, him, I've seen him as short as still like twelve to one on DraftKings, maybe, but he's eighteen to one on, or maybe have no, he's eighteen to one now on DraftKings. He's like still twelve or thirteen to one on FanDuel. Um, I think Jordan Spieth at eighteen to one is a good number. I for like him. it. Look, he, I don't think you can put a whole lot of, um, you know, credit into this past week's tournament. He didn't no. play. He made it, barely made it into the cut. Didn't play well on Saturday at all. But then he played pretty well today, and I think he was just shot really, five under today. Yeah, which just maybe had the round of the day. Bogey, bogey free five under. Yeah, and I think he was just trying to really play, you know, just figure his game out a little bit. And and he, it doesn't matter. Ooh. Even when we get bad, Jordan Speed. Ooh, Pat, can I stop you yeah. for a second? Jordan Speed for this golf tournament gained six point one strokes approach. And 2.4 off the tee. That is a sign. Oh, my God. He lost seven strokes putting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's He would have won the golf tournament. Like, I, I, I love – I do have – I have him written down here at 18-1. to 1, I agree with you. And and I think the performance of Valero was, was nice. I will say this, though. Let me ask you this. Jordan and Brooks are both 18-1. to 1. If Brooks has been playing a little better lately, obviously he's got an amazing major record. Yeah. Brooks or Jordan, which one are you taking if you only take one? I think I'm taking Jordan. I think I do the same. After after Jordan. the maybe it's like I'm I'm really jazzed up about the the performance of Valero, but um I think I might do the same. 
it's and maybe it's a different conversation if we're talking DraftKings. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, but I think for for betting purposes, with just the way Jordan just absolutely loves this place and and does well here, uh, he's hard to pass up. So I I I think uh, when I did I talk get to talk about Hovland before the technical no. difficulties? No. What about Hovland? I like Victor Hovland to week. win. I think his scrambling is going to be an issue. That's going to be an issue. It's going to be an issue. It's but going to be an issue. The ball striking approach, everything else about Victor Hovland, I think this is a course where he can win at uh, eventually, and uh, maybe that's this this year. I hope it is because I just said – I just talked about him as an outright. Um, so I do like Victor Hovland at 18-1. to 1. And this whole range, though, under 25-1, to 1, I think is pretty good. Um so there you go. Can I can I say this? Uh, one thing that happened at the Anwa event that I caddied, the women's amateur, mm-hmm. is there was some wind, brother. And we don't we hadn't talked about weather, but there was some wind. There was some serious wind at Champions Retreat. There was some wind at Augusta when we played our practice yeah. round. Um, and right now, There's a lot of trees up there though. There's some tall trees around which, Augusta, which can make it difficult because the wind yeah. can move through them. It can swirl. It can get bounced off of. You can think it's coming from one direction when it's really coming from another. Mm-hmm. And and right now the weather prediction looks pretty blustery on Friday and Saturday, which I think leans more into your grinders, your guys like. Is you know, this a Zach Johnson year again? It could be a Zach Johnson year, but I'm saying I I think it it hurts a guy like Victor Hovland. I think because the scrambling is so is so poor. Even a guy like Victor Hovland in windy conditions is going to miss greens, and I, I can't trust him. I just can't trust him to get up and down when he needs to, uh, to save par when he needs to. I think I'm out. Um, I, I think on a on a year where things are normal or, or like perfect conditions, yeah, I think he's money. Now he's still Victor Hovland. Like he's a great player yeah. for sure. I mean, I, it's hard to fade a lot of names up here other than the Bryson Decky fade, which we talked about. Um, but I, I think my favorites are for sure Cantlay. Spieth, Kepka, um, th- those those guys up here to me are the best values for sure. Okay. Um, all right, let's work down the board. We talked about our we we did we talked a little bit about the content that's already dropped on the Tour Junkies YouTube page, the podcast channel, the blog. AC's got his full DraftKings preview. If you want to read that, that's free. Everything on the blog is free. We might have some new content coming out for you this week that uh, from new contributors that you've not heard from before. I'm oh, excited about that. I am very uh, In fact, one of my buddies, so we, I, I didn't plan on doing this, but one of my buddies, Joe Davis, is going to start writing for us, Pat. And yeah. Joe is a very casual golf fan, and I kind of like it because he's like our target audience. He's like the guy that we want to convert into a golf addict. He's kind of He's kind of on the fringe. But he drives Uber for Masters Week every year, and he's got some hilarious stories from is past he years. Like record some stuff for us, so he's not going to record anything. But he is going to write an article, tales from Augusta, from an Augusta Uber driver at the I end of the week. That's a fantastic idea. It's a brilliant idea. I don't think you told me that. You and I have been in that Augusta Ubers. We have making we've interesting trips. Ourselves in <laughs> we did in 2017, I think, yeah. or 2016. We don't need to talk about what year it was because then people may go back and try to find something. Yeah, we don't need to do was that. Deleted, it was all deleted. <laughs> but uh, Tales from Augusta Uber Driver is pretty good. Anyway, there's a lot of new content coming out this week. I'm pumped about it. Uh, obviously, we'll have our standard stuff out. We'll be in the Nut Hut chat on Wednesday night. Pat's going to have the FGS out. We'll have the heavy petting email coming out. The chalk bomb email is coming back this week. Make sure you subscribe to the email list if you've not already. Tour Isn't Junkies. Is there a surprise for the chalk bomb email? 
there's a surprise that this? that Ben is writing it this yeah, week. Yes, I Ben Little. I think that's important. Is coming though. back to write the chalk bomb just this week only because yeah. me and Pat are too busy. We're doing all this stuff with prize picks. We're going to be at the tournament all day Tuesday. Wednesday we're playing golf. We are going to be re getting ready for the Wednesday night Nut Hut chat. If you've not gone in and joined the Nut Hut, what are you doing there? But yes, Ben Little is going to be making a guest chalk bomb appearance. I'm, I am excited about that for yeah. sure. By the way, you can't. We can't emphasize enough how how much you need to be in the Nut Hut, especially yeah. The Nut Hut Wednesday night is going to be awesome. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. I'll probably be a little bit tipsy, mm -hmm. but that's not think nothing new. <laughs> no, the Nut Hut. No. But no. Um, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be. We're going to get a lot of good information. We're going to have a lot of caddy information from uh, you know maybe probably player information. So you got to get in the Nut Hut. Go to tourjunkies.com and jump in there. Um, Are we playing Tiger this week? At fifty, let's let's move into the next range. Up to seventy-five to one. This range is chock full of names. You know, we we talked about it earlier. Um, the seventy to one to the favorites range, like, is the is the butter. That's the butter spot. You know, that's the G spot of the betting board. Honestly, if you've never hit the G spot, the G spot is here in the seventy to one or better range yeah, for sure. And Tiger is. is right there at the fifty to one number currently on FanDuel. Now, having not, you know, for sure said he's playing, but he's also not saying he's not playing at 50 to one. Now, if you're a good book and you bet on 50 to one and he doesn't tee it up, then they should refund you your money. OK, that's that's first thing. But, Pat, what do you think about Tiger at 50 to one? Do you think if he tees it up? Do you think he tees it up believing he can win or do you think he tees it up thinking, I think I can get around this place for four days and 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 walk and be okay and it'd be a, a a good thing that my comeback starts here but i don't know that i'm ready to win a golf tournament i, I think that tiger teeing it up means i think he's always said this if you followed his career ever since he started out that he if he's teeing it up he thinks he can win i don't believe he can win and i would not bet him at 50 to 1 I, nor will i play him in DraftKings or anything else uh, i just will not do that um because I just don't think, like, he has not played a tournament, like a competitive tournament, since the the Masters that Dustin Johnson won, which was the fall Masters in November in 2020. I just, I mean, I don't think he knows how his body's going to react for four days if he makes a cut uh, and everything else. I do, I, I thought he was not going to play. Now I think he probably is going to play. But I still don't it's think crazy. I still don't think he's gonna win. I think even if he makes the cut, that's a that's that could be a good goal of his to even make the cut. But that's not gonna at his odds and price and everything else, I, I just I don't want any part of that. Yeah, I, I mean typically, He's not winning. He's not winning. I will like you can take that to typically the, the oh really you're gonna do that because people did that in 2019 like I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit there and say i'll not take winning. it to the but bank i will, I will say go ahead and put that guarantee the pat perry guarantee he like well if we had salmon here because he's not in here anymore i will say at 50 to one like obviously with tiger pricing the book the books price in the the fanfare right they're gonna price in the fact that people want to bet tiger so they'll bet him at a shorter number at 50 to one there's no way like would I take him over an inform Corey Connors or the Shane Lowry, like other names in this range that we're going to talk about at big numbers? Daniel Berger's at 50 to 1 on FanDuel right now. I think that's a value. Louis Eusthazen is at 50 to 1 on FanDuel. Like, no, 
I'm probably not. So I'm not. I mean, if you want to bet him top 10, maybe. If you want to talk talk head-to-heads, we'll talk DFS on another show. How high owned do we think Tiger's going to be? And we're also going to learn a lot in the next few days with his press conferences, his practice rounds. We're going to have, you know, obviously people out on the grounds on Monday, Tuesday. We'll be out on Tuesday and Wednesday, see how he's playing, see how he's walking, see how he's feeling. Is he going to play all the practice rounds? Is he going to play the par three? Is he going to skip the par three? Like, what's he going to do? It's all going to be interesting to see, but I don't think we can touch him. I'm just not going to do it. Okay. In this range, though, um, there are a lot of names I like here. I mentioned a couple of them already. Starting at 50-1, to Louis Oosthuizen and Daniel Berger are two names on FanDuel that are better values on FanDuel than maybe a DraftKings book. I think both of those names are interesting. Louis has been playing fine. He's got a great record here at Augusta. Um, and, you know, I say this all the time. They don't win until they win, like Sergio. didn't. Uh-huh. Like, Sergio didn't, you know, we never thought he'd win a major until he did. I, I, Louis just been doing it great. And, and I think whether the conditions are tough, whether the conditions are easier, and that's all something to take into account because I think it can change the type of player you're looking to play. I think Louis one of those players, whether it's easy conditions or tough conditions, you can you can pencil him in. Daniel Berger is another guy at 50-1 to 1 that I found value on and I thought was a good number because I think Daniel Berger is a kid that can close the door and get it done. He's obviously in fantastic form. He was in the hunt. He was in the hunt at the Players' Championship. Um, not the greatest record at Augusta, but I, I think, I don't know. Like I, I feel like Berger's evolved as a, continues to evolve as a player is just in great form at the moment. And I, I think it should be a place where Daniel Berger can do well. Um, so I, I like those guys at 50 to one. And then there's a couple at 55, Shane Lowry and Corey Connors. Connors, we just saw play the Valero Texas open, kind of a meddling performance at the Valero. Nothing to like yeah. get super excited about as he was one of the guys that was up there in the, as one of the favorites. Shane Lowry has been playing great. He's improved at Augusta as he's had more trips around Augusta national He's been playing fantastic. I think if you had to pick one, I think I'm going Lowry. He, to me, like Louie, feels like a guy that is kind of condition-proof, good or bad. He's 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 one you can play, um, and he's obviously been playing really well this year. I think Lowry is, is, is at play. How crazy would it be to see Lowry win a green jacket before Rory McIlroy? I think it's very possible. I would hate to see. Uh, actually, I wouldn't mind Shane Lowry winning, but I really want to see Rory win. Do you know Rory? You didn't talk McElroy. about it, Rory. Rory McIlroy. Um, but I agree. I think Shane Lowry's a great play. I think I, I I like him a lot in that range. A few others that I think that I'm surprised that we didn't have some overlap here. Um, Will Zalatoris is 35 to one. Now, I know everybody wants to talk about his putting and everything else, hmm. and he's very yippy looking when he putts, which is surprising for such a young guy. Does it surprise you how much? He seems to like jerk his putter around for a guy that's that's yeah, so yeah. young. Yeah, he he hasn't experienced enough in his life to have the yips. He shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't have the yips. Like he hasn't had bad relationships. Mm. He hasn't had like probably five days of drinking benders. Like <laughs> those are bad days. Those are good days, probably, but they they mess with your hands. Oh, right, right, right. So, but I feel like I feel like Zalatoris just shouldn't be a bad putter, but he is. But I also think this is a good course fit for him, and him finishing second last year. <sighs> I think was I'm out not on Zalatoris. I don't think him finishing second was a joke last year. It's just like Jordan Spieth. Like his first couple of years playing here, 
He absolutely killed it, including a win. I like Zalatoris. I think 35 to 1 is a good number for him. So I'll take it. I'm out on that. I I, I vehemently disagree. I think Zalatoris caught lightning in a bottle in uh, last year. I think, yes, he's a good ball striker. I don't trust the short game at all for Will Zalatoris. If we had the betting wheel, I would I would throw a bet out. Well, I keep losing. Well, keep losing these. Bets. We can do the betting wheel, but we'll have to do it in a different way. Like, I mean, you have to you have to give me a, a bet though, like somebody else that you. I, it's harder to do this when when it's not DraftKings or DFS. Okay, well, well maybe, maybe we'll come back to it. I'm out. We'll get, I'm out on Willie Z okay. this week for right. sure. So here's another guy like. Joaquin Neiman is 65 to 1. Um, is the longest odds I've seen on him, which I like. Joaquin Neiman is having a fantastic year. If you look at his stats heading into the tournament, uh, some of the stats that Producer I Producer like, Sam is in the chat. He says he can spin the wheel. Okay. Well, let me talk about Neiman first and then we can we can move on to that. Um, you know, he checks a ton of boxes. Ball striking, top 15 in the field. He's top 25 in straight skiing approach. Top 20 in good drives gained, which I think is a good stat to look at this week because these guys are going to miss fairways, but the, the rough is just nothing. The rough doesn't matter. So I like good drives gained. So he checks the box there. He's top 20 and also in par 5 scoring. He's number one in the field in strokes gained around the green. I think Joaquin Neiman at 65 to 1 is a pretty good play. Your microphone. So when you move your head, you move your mic as well. It's yeah. kind of crazy so, how that works. Yeah. But I'm trying to do it. Like, do I don't this. normally have to do this. You just do, do this. this. I know. Like, yeah. right. Okay. Just let the microphone follow your mouth. Another one. Move Mark Mark Leishman. Yes. Mark Leishman. I'm with you there. 70 to 1. I love some Mark Leishman here in this tournament. I think he's just, he comes in just sort of as a sneaky good play. You know, he's, he's, he's played this tournament really good in the past. He's offered a lot of value. Especially in DFS, but let, let's just talk about his last five years. He's made the cut every single year. T forty three in twenty seventeen, top ten in twenty eighteen, T forty nine in twenty nineteen, T thirteen in twenty twenty one, and then last year was uh, or sorry T twenty. What's wrong with this thing? In in the fall Masters he was T thirteen, and then last year he was T five. I think Mark Leishman is a very good play if you can get him at seventy to one. Stop. Stop grabbing my mic. You Seventy just, to one, I think, is a good play. I do have Leishman written down. What? What was he on the wrong side of the draw at the players? I don't remember. He missed the cut at the players. I don't remember. I'm sure he was. what side he was on. I don't love Any, that. We can just use that as a narrative. Yeah, we can just we say that about anybody. Say like you're on the bad. Oh, he's on the bad side of the draw. Yeah. Duh. And then somebody can say, "Well, you were wrong," but we were like, "Okay, well." We made an educated guess. That yeah, they were on the wrong side of the. Show. Um, I do like Leishman. I do think that number is interesting. A seventy to one, especially conditions. Uh, you know, getting getting gnarly. We know the we know the Aussies love them. Uh, love them some wind. Producer Sam has stopped in. He's ready with the wheel. If you have a bet that you'd like to propose, um, I, I I'm surprised you didn't mention Matthew Fitzpatrick. Do you like Matthew Fitzpatrick? I I don't mind Matthew Fitzpatrick. How about this? I'll I say would it. I would take Matthew Fitz over Willie Z, and he's double the odds. He's seventy to one. Willie Z's thirty five to one. Fitz he's seventy to one on Fanduel. I would take that all day. Oh, I like this bet. Oh, you do? Yeah you you want you want okay? I, I want some Willie action. Z. Yeah, I yeah. like Fitzy, but I'll take him over. I'll take Fitz. I'll take Willie Z over uh, over 
Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Praise God. All right. There's producer Sam and our ratchet betting wheel that we're ready to spin. Uh, so are we just going? I mean, I, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm taking a guy double the odds, but I best finish in the is best finish. If, we, if they tie, they we tie. We tie. Producer Sam, uh, spin the wheel. Let's go. Best finish. Matthew Fitzpatrick versus Willie Z. where it landed <laughs> two holes of speed golf two oh, two, holes, okay. All right. two holes yes. speed golf i like that thank you producer sam um so basically we're going to have to record ourselves running between shots mm-hmm. and try not to fall over and playing as fast as humanly possible two holes of speed golf we'll record that we'll put it on one of our social media channels the loser has to do that that's one of our better punishments in terms of like that would actually not be that terrible be for me. Fun. Yeah. yeah. I think for you, it could be funny. I could see you getting like real top. You're very top heavy. You're mm-hmm. very top heavy. And I could see. What do you mean I'm very top heavy? Broad shoulders. You know, I could see you like running and then like getting a little bit over like okay. everything up top kind of overextended. And then you trip and you somersault down a hill or something. That could be a lot of fun. Um, so there you go. So the loser does two holes of speed golf. I'm pumped about that. Okay. Um, what do you think about let me can I talk to you about a guy who's injured that I think I'm interested in? Yeah. Paul Casey. How I like Casey. I, you know, he got to the he finished third of the players. He withdrew from the Valspar, a tournament that he's won twice, which is a little that's a little, you know, like I said, like like the kids say, that's a little sus. Okay. Then he goes to the Dell match play and plays two holes and then withdraws and then uh, concedes his next two matches. Doesn't play doesn't play again. Yeah, I think, it, well, once he conceded that first match, he regardless had of how healthy he was the rest it of the It was the right thing to do. to do. But, I mean, his record here, his, his course fit here, um, obviously the form is solid. I'm very interested in... A little Paul Casey action at seventy to one. Hopefully, if he doesn't tee it up, he withdraws prior and the book refunds. But seventy to one is very enticing. I love this range. I really do. But Fitz, Lowry, um, Leash, Berger, Louie—those are all names I'm very interested in. And Casey as well, a little bit. Yeah, I like that. Anybody else in this range for you? Well, you mentioned list. I did not mention list. Did you not mention list? No, I mentioned Leash, Fitz, oh, wait, are we still in Lowry. The 20, what, what's range? We're up we? to 75 to 1 here. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Okay. In the next are, you, are you about to be on Luke List? Hold on. Before yes. before you answer it, yeah. wow. Um, that's incredible. I know that it's also incredible how well your yard has done since you've started using Sunday, uh, Pat. It's hard to imagine, but spring is here, you know? We're, we're feeling that soft grass under our feet, but we got to get our lawn back. You got to get the weeds out of there. Get your lawn growing, and you're worried about chemicals. You're worried about am I using the right chemicals, and we don't need to do that. You're worried about pesticides. Sunday lawn is different. They're on a mission to change how people care for their yards, okay? You don't have to choose between having a beautiful yard and keeping your family away from pesticides and chemicals, right? Uh, most of us might not think about our lawns in the winter, but it's also before right when springtime hits, that's the time to think about it. you got to start prepping. You're probably thinking you have – too much work to do to get it green and healthy again. But Sunday takes out all the work for you, Pat. Pat? They take out the work? Pat's so drawn to the chat. 
He's like a moth to a flame. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. They have custom plans that include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn and with ingredients uh, that are, you know, organic, seaweed, iron, molasses. You can feel good about your kids and your pets being around, okay? You just have to, uh, you know, just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes less than 15 minutes. They get on there. You put, you go to Sunday.com. You put in your address. They have a lawn analysis tool based on satellite imagery of your address, and they use soil and climate data to create a personal nutri- nutrient plan delivered to your door and your yard. Best of all, it, re- it really works, and Pat's used it himself. And Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off for full season plans started at $129. And you can get 20% off at checkout when you get uh, when you visit getsunday.com slash junkies20. Getsunday.com slash junkies20. That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash junkies20. Boom. All right. So Luke List, are you for real? Yeah. I like you're you, Betting him to outright win. I think this is going to be an interesting conversation. You're where, never on Luke list. Well, I think this is a week where he can actually maybe become the first um, debutante winner of the Masters wow. since Fuzzy Zeller back in 1977, which, by the way, was the year I was born. Dang, um, Luke List. Where, where does Luke List live, DB? Uh, he believes he 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 lives in Augusta. DB, how far is uh, Luke List's house probably from? A couple there? miles at the most. Yeah, but Do that doesn't mean he plays the national all the time. He doesn't because not all these players they they can't just go on there anytime. But he's definitely played it. But he's definitely played it more before. than the one time he finished low amateur in two thousand and five. And does he also check a lot of boxes? He does. From a stack he does check a lot of boxes, Pat. Other than the putting box, but yeah, he checks a lot of ball striking boxes. He so does. maybe, maybe at around a hundred to one. Well, he's eighty to one on on Fanduel, but I think he's a hundred to one on DraftKings. Actually, I think actually no, he's a hundred and eighty to one. He's a hundred and eighty to one. I didn't even know that. Now, now he's he that puts him in the category that we're supposed to talk about later. Well, let's talk about him now. We're already talking about him. But I mean, you get Luke listed a hundred and eighty to one. Okay, I'll I will play that. All right, and I don't see the top ten number. I, I'm not looking at it right now. But if you can get him around ten to one, as a as a top ten. Uh, it's ten to one. It is ten to one. Ten to one. Yeah. I mean, I I am interested. I am interested in the top ten number. Luke has played this event more than just his two thousand and five amateur appearance, where he won low am and he was thirty third or whatever. Can you believe it was two thousand and five? That's a long time ago for a guy like Luke List. At, what was he like? Thirteen? Yeah. He when was, he played it two thousand five. A young. That's a youngin. A, that is young. But yeah, he does live here, and I, and I think I thought about this earlier. A lot of guys will say like the. Just because it's the hometown event doesn't necessarily mean it's an advantage. It can mean a lot of distractions, family, friends, people asking for tickets, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't really happen at the Masters because, like, even your family and friends understand how difficult it is to get tickets here, to get, um, uh, you know, to get hooked up here is not the same as getting hooked up at, like, the Valero. Plus, I also think that because this is Luke's first year since 2005, like, I would bet his family is going to do a really good job of trying to keep him free from distractions, make it as, you know, uh, as as normal a week on tour as possible for Luke. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball striking, this place definitely suits him. I mean, he's got the length, he's got the iron play, the, the off the tee game is solid. It all comes down to the putter for him. 
But, I mean, we've seen Sergio win. We've seen Hideki win. Will Zaltoris, who you just mentioned, finished runner-up last year. Those are some really crappy putters, just yeah. to name a few. So, I mean, he could pop. Outright win? Probably not. 180 to 1 would be a huge outright winner for Augusta it National. It really would. But but we're getting into that range where these guys are going to be a surprise if they, if they win. I um, mean, my favorite play here, and, and you guys probably could guess who it is at 100 to 1, but I mean, oh, I know. Siwoo Kim, Siwoo, Siwoo Kim, in his last recent in his recent years at Augusta National, twenty twenty one, t twelve, uh, twenty nineteen, t twenty one, twenty eighteen, t twenty four. I love Siwoo here. He loves this golf course. I mean, he finished last year, finished what t twelve, and he didn't have his damn putter for like the last few holes because he snapped it. And I have it right behind me, right over my shoulder, actually. Let's see, where is it? Can you see it in the picture? Yeah. Right there, sitting on top uh -huh. of that frame, is Siwoo's top half of his putter. That's the top half of the putter he snapped yeah. at the Masters, and I have it in my possession. I like Siwoo. I was going to mention 100 to 1? A player's champion, yeah. a multiple-time PGA Tour champion, a guy who's played Augusta National very, very well, a guy who's coming in in decent form. Um, yeah, I mean, 100 to 1, I, I think, I think Siwoo is very well capable of winning this golf tournament. And I got one more, and that's it. I mean, the, the numbers here for the outrights are in the 70 to 1 and shorter range. But the last one for me is Jason Kokrak. He's 130 to 1 on DraftKings. So we got some agreement here. Yeah. We got a lot of agreement tonight. Mm -hmm. I like Kokrak here. Um, you know, another guy who hits it plenty long. Uh, he's only played here, I guess, twice, missed the cut in 2020, but he finished 49th last year, got another loop around it. It'd probably be a long shot to see Jason Kokrak win, win the Masters, but. 130 to one for a multiple time PJ Tour winner who's won as you know, one in November checks a lot of boxes in terms of you know the mold of type of player that does well here. I think Kokrak is at is in play at 130 to one. I mean, you know, I got three names over 70 to one, so I'm not very and that's normally not like me. Like, yeah, I'm usually a guy who has a lot of names over that, so this is definitely one of those events where I'm not really doing a whole lot, but but. But Siwoo, Luke List, and Kokrak will get some partial units from me to, to win outright, and it's probably not going to happen. Well, I'll give you one more that I think is interesting as far as a play, and that is uh, Robert McIntyre, old Bobby Mack, who's a lefty. Huh. Now, we've seen lefties do well here because of uh, some of the sight lines on this, on this course. Um, a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of holes here have sort of that... Uh, that right to left ball flight. Uh, he's a lefty. Um, you know, he played here well in his first time ever. Move the microphone with you. Played Pat. here well the first time ever. Top, I think he was 12th last year. First time he'd ever played here. Um, he's a guy that's a, you know, an incredibly good golfer. He's been great on the European tour. He's a hundred to one on FanDuel. He's also five to one as a top 10. But I think I think old Bobby Mack is is a is a pretty good play here at uh, hundred to one if you can get him at that number. And uh, like I said, the lefties have done well here. I talked about that in the course preview show that you can you can get on the on wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, I had some quotes from players like Patrick Cantlay, from players like Adam Scott, who kind of disagree with the lefty thing. But I mean, I know there's other players who well, said I they guess like it. It depends too on your um, golf flight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's it may be a thing, but um, 
I mean, I don't think Bobby Mack. He's not a bad. He's not a bad player. I mean, if we're gonna bet Luke List, is it that crazy to bet Bobby Mack? Probably not. But I don't think it I'm is. probably not gonna bet Bobby Mack. I mean, honestly, Siwoo is the where all the money's at. If you're talking triple digits, I think Siwoo feels like the well, safest. I mean, of course, bet. he is for us. He has to be. But I mean, even if you take off the emotion, yeah. don't you think he's the he's the closest, the the, the best possible yeah. thing for hundred to one? Hello. Don't you think that? Yeah. Stop hitting me like. Well, that. stop looking at the damn chat. I think. Who there's, cares there's about some the chat? Rude people in the chat. No, right you now. Do, you can't even see the chat. There you go. <laughs> um, I I am thinking about wearing the Siwu T-shirt again. Uh, to the Tuesday practice round in the event we see him. Right, we can't both wear it because I don't like to wear matching shirts. Are but... you wearing it? No, I didn't bring it. But you. Can oh, wear great! It. Then I'll wear it. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. All right. We settled that then. Um, all right. Now we want to talk about our favorite plays, our favorite bets, our favorite outright bets to win. The the numbers we feel like you should jump on now because they could get shorter. They likely will get shorter. Presented to you by our friends at covers.com, our favorite bets and early leans. I just mentioned one of them. The longest number that I would give you that I think you need to get on, I, I could see getting shorter and I think is a great value to truly win is Siwoo Kim at 100 to 1. I truly believe he can win, um, so I like that. I, I am a believer, despite poor course history, or or just not, I guess not flashy, not as good a course history as you would think, in Daniel Berger at 50-1. to 1, I think that is uh, is a, a solid value. Um, I think Matthew Fitzpatrick at 70-1. to 1. Hmm. The guy's played Augusta very well. In fact, I don't think Fitzpatrick has ever missed a cut at Augusta. I don't have my computer visible, but I'm pretty sure Fitzpatrick has never missed a cut. He's added a little distance. He's in good form. I've liked Fitzy for a while now. I could see him getting it done here, especially some of the wind we're, we've been looking at, uh, possibly getting up and up and going here in Augusta. So I think Fitzy at 70-1 to 1 on FanDuel presents a lot of nice value. I think Shane Lowry, the Irishman, at 55-1 to 1 on DraftKings right now. He's been playing very well. He's consistently improving at Augusta over his last few attempts, getting better and better. Uh, he's weatherproof, whether it's good or whether it's bad. I think he's he's solid there. And then finally, in the shorter range, I do think Patrick Cantlay at 25-1 to 1 on DraftKings is the play if you want to play a stud at a really good value, really good value. I think Cantlay at 25-1 to 1 is as good as it gets. Nearly won in 2019, had the lead, coughed it up in the last couple holes when Tiger, uh, you know, when Tiger, when Tiger took it down. But I like Cantlay at 25-1. to 1. Okay, well, um, I'll start with the longer range and uh, give you my favorite plays. I'm going to go with Luke List at 180 to one. I'll sure. I'll do it. Like maybe this is a Larry Mize year. Okay, Ooh. Larry Mize was a guy that you were was, there when Larry Mize won. I was there. I was there when Larry Mize won. I was in the crowd. I was having to jump over adults at the time because I was a kid. Um, but uh, so Luke List at 180 to one. I'll take him there. Another one that I do love. Is Mark Leishman at seventy to one? He's just been fantastic on this course year in and year out. I think that's a good play there. Seventy is a long number for him. It's the longest one I found, and and I think Leish Leish. I like that play. Yeah, I would love to see him win as well. And then I gotta go Willie Z. I gotta go Zalatoris nope. since nope. since you said Fitzpatrick, and we've got a bet. I'm gonna go with Willie Zalatoris as well. And then my favorite play for the week is Justin Thomas. He's at fourteen to one. I think he, you know, you you pretty much can hammer him across the board, whether it's prize picks and whatever the offerings they put out, whether it's DFS and DraftKings and this betting as well. Is for at fourteen to one. I love Justin Thomas there. So there you go. 
There you go. There's our early leans, favorite picks, names you need to get on right now if you're going to bet outright over on covers.com. Take it down, knock it out. Uh, top tens, Pat. We want to do some top tens just because it's a shorter yep. field. You got 91 players at the moment, unless Tiger withdraws. Obviously, a bunch of those are amateurs and old farts. So a few top tens that uh, that we like. I'll start with some bombs first. I got two. Well, no, I got more. Well, no, I got two. I got two. I have a feeling we're gonna have some overlap here. So you go, you go first, and then we'll see. I'll give you three bomb top tens. Seth Straka, sixteen to one to top ten. I don't mind that to finish. At all. You know, I mean, if you take out the old farts and the amateurs, he's you're looking at him to finish in the top, like what, 17 percent of the field. Yeah. That's not. I mean, he's a Georgia Bulldog, so I guarantee you. While this is the first time he's played this event in the Masters tournament, this will this is not the first time he's played this golf course. Um, he's played Augusta National plenty as a Georgia Bulldog. Trust that. He has many connections that he can play this this golf course whenever he wants. And he's been playing well. We saw him finish. We saw him win. We saw him finish ninth last time out. Like he's a bomber. Sep at sixteen to one. That's a long shot, but I like it. Yeah. Um, Siwoo, I've already gone in on him. Seven to one feels on like a steal too. at yeah. seven to one. Top ten. And this one might surprise you. It's a name we've not talked about. I like Tommy Fleetwood. I don't. I don't mind that. Is it weird? I feel weird. I I haven't liked Tommy well, Fleetwood all year. Well recently. He's finally kind of coming around. He's like doing his thing. And like typically I kind of dog him for being overrated, whatever. Top 10, I'll take it. Do I think he's going to win? No. But do I think he can top 10? It's six to one. I, I'll do that. These are some bomb top 10s for sure. Uh, Shane Lowry is at plus 450. Love that. Like Shane Lowry a lot to finish top 10. Fitzpatrick is at four to one. Louis Eustazen is at plus three and a half or plus three fifty. Those are some top twenties or sorry, top tens that I really like. I mean, Louis, uh, what can you say about Louis? I, Louis and Lowry, Fitzpatrick, all kind of weatherproof guys for me. I love it. It's Sunday. We're looking at, you know, the weather a few days out. Um, I like all those guys for top ten. All right. I'll give you a few. I was I was with you on Siwu. Um yeah, we love Siwoo so and I'll hard you, today. Actually, there's a few that I'm surprised you didn't mention. Um, I think Corey Connors at plus 450 is a great top 10 play. Um, I like that. You know, if you, you I talked about Leishman as an outright at 70 to 1. I like him plus 400. I also like Jordan Spieth at plus 190 as a top 10 as well. The guy top 10s almost every single year here. You're getting plus money. Put an extra unit on it. I think plus 190 is a great number for him. I think Sergio at plus 500. No, I don't like Sergio. I like Sergio. I don't. He's yeah. missed the cut every time since he's won. I don't care. Uh, the I think approach he's play better this year. Yeah, but the approach play is terrible. Look at his approach numbers. I, I, I still, I think you haven't looked at his approach numbers. Yeah, I have. No, you haven't. If you looked at his approach numbers, you would not be interested. It's I all know, about it. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of people that come to this course and they don't have good stats and then they play well. I, I, you want ball striking Sergio, who literally has to putt with his eyes closed. Yeah. You want him to be hitting the ball well with his irons. Anyway, so those are the plays that I would go with. It's, it's top tens. Um. All right. Anything else, Pat? I think that's all I got. We got a lot of content coming out. A lot of content already out. It's Masters Week. We're pumped. Uh, let's have a great week. Bend over your bookie, people. See you. Oh. We're the two and two and two and two and junkies. Podcast juice, you gotta have it special.